Sophie. How are Hi, you? I'm fine, thank you. How are you today? I'm I'm good today, actually. I've oh, uh, been enjoying the enjoying a bit of fresh air and sunshine today. Yeah. How about you? Have you got the sun? Yeah, we have. Surprisingly. <laughs> But it's been, you know, great to have you back on the sh- on the podcast channel. I really, really appreciate it. So thank you so much oh, for coming back on. It's absolutely my pleasure. I've been looking forward to it. Oh, fabulous. But I know a lot of people sort of enjoyed and really found your first interview very, very inspiring. But for those people out there that are just listening to you for the first time on this um, episode... Would it be okay if you just did a brief overview of your journey and your music and everything else so people can get up to speed? Yes, of course. I um, Thank you. I was a singer uh, way back when. Yes. <laughs> um, before I became ill. And um, I'd kind of left music behind for some years. And um, I was had a family and got an office job and things were ticking along quite quite nicely um, until I was struck down by uh, Lyme disease um, Mm -hmm. reaching my brain um, and really overnight my entire life changed and I went from being an active mom and working full-time to being completely bedridden and unable to care for myself and unable to even speak or hug my children it was just uh all destroying completely yeah it was a complete devastation of, of the whole family's life really um what I was fortunate in is that I do have an amazing friends yeah that um, they fundraised for me to go to America for treatment. And um, I made great improvements in America. Uh, the doctors there, are, you know, they, they saved my life. Wow. And as I started to get stronger and started speaking again, um, I was still very limited in what I could do. And yeah. I started to I guess miss the creative side of of things and um, I think that's where music once more started becoming a cornerstone in my life and to to cling on to Um, so that really just then took me to a point where I was well enough that I could sit up in bed and I could sing a few few lines yeah. maybe not very strongly and um I asked my husband one day would you get me a guitar oh wow and I just at that point it was just for my own healing um, self-soothing yeah. yeah self-soothing and healing I really had no intention of it being anything more than that at that point but that was the start of it just wow that coming back to music to find solace in it yeah it's brought me to where I am today yeah wow and I mean you should be so so proud of how far you've come because it's it's absolutely insane really and very and incredible and you're so inspiring because obviously you've got a family like you were saying and it's great yeah. to have their support but also as a mother to balance health being a mom 
being a wife, your music, it's very, very challenging. And I know a lot of the feedback from the first interview was that people were just like absolutely astounded by the way that you handle yourself, the balance that you do have, and that you're able to realize that, yeah, it is great to work a lot and, you know, your music is like you said a, a very big healer but also that you realize that time with the family is so important and you want to be there for your children now that you're feeling a bit better and you know yeah. that that so many people is a great comfort because a lot of people out there feel almost like they're a bad mum or they can't parent properly because of their illness but like you said yeah. the way around it and you have to adapt, you have to learn, and your music yeah. has helped sort of not just, uh, how do you say it, like go forward with your career and something that you're passionate about and you love and everything else. And that, that's been a, a, a huge healer for you, but also it's helped you find that life balance as well where you get that sort of work life, but also the time that you spend for you with your family and doing things yeah. for Laura and that is a big a big one for so many people because you know yeah we either try and throw ourselves into work and overwork ourselves or we can't seem to find any enjoyment in life again so thank you so much for sort of talking so openly as you did on the last interview That's, it's no problem and because it is difficult but I, I feel that the work it is my my piece of I think I said last time it was kind of my way of reclaiming my identity yes but in the same way I do still feel it is important for the children to see also that I haven't given up definitely so it's as much the message that they are a message for them for them to see that I I've never given up and that I am trying to show them that regardless of what happens, you can find a way if you look hard enough. Um, And we we talked a lot about plan A and plan B and, you know, go through the whole alphabet if you need to, but just don't give up. And that was really as much the message I want my children to see as well because it was a frightening time for them and it was important for me one so that they can see okay mommy has bounced back and you know she's okay (laughs) you know yeah and we've got over that frightening time for now um but also to for them to carry forward that mentality as they grow up and as they get older and go into adulthood that whatever life throws at them they just need to find another way if if one route gets close to them yes they just need to keep going but in another direction maybe definitely so definitely I do feel that yes although work takes some of my daily ration of energy um it also is still a good message for them growing up as well definitely and and like you're saying you know you've had such um you know a massive great support around you with your family yeah and all that they've done and 
for them to see that kind of support because so many marriages break down so many friendships break down with people just walking out when when it gets tough so for your children to see that they're going to realize that if they find a special somebody or if they had a child who was also maybe poorly or going through a rough time that walking away is not an option giving up is not an option you you know you come together unconditional love and you know that that'll be a big message for them as well it is and I think and I do understand how you know a lot of parents can like you said they feel like maybe they aren't parenting the way that they want to because they haven't got the energy to do that I feel like that all the time you know my I had a really big heart to heart with my daughter not long ago and she was saying to me you know her friends say oh I've been shopping with my mummy and I've been here with my mom and there with my mom she said I just want a mom that can take me to school and you know I can't do that because I I am mostly housebound and I don't travel well and those moments are really difficult yes however I think what we have to do is pair as parents when we are living with a chronic illness and we can't our bodies won't let us do what we want to do as much for our kids yeah you have to meter that with actually the many positive things that come with it as well. I know that my children are now much more open-minded about disability. I know yeah. that they're much less blinkered to see yes. you know, that maybe people live differently or maybe people are doing things differently, but they now understand that, you know... It's okay. Not, you can't... Yeah, and yeah. you can't take everything on face value and you don't know what people are dealing with in their private lives. And they've gained this massive understanding of of those kind yeah. of issues that maybe children that haven't been through that won't get that experience until much later in yes. their lives or that, that insight. So yeah, definitely. Yeah, there are times when it's, heartbreaking that you can't parent as you want to yeah but don't forget all the richness that it brings to how your children are evolving as people as well definitely and the empathy brings to them yeah definitely and, and like you were saying you know your children have learned a massive massive life lesson that things you know are a little bit yeah. different and can sort of sway out of the norm let's say out of the comfort zones because social media the media were were told you know plan a is the only way and you have to live life like this to be successful and you need this and that in your life and that isn't the way it is in the real world in reality and like you're saying it's only when you're sort of surrounded by it or really touched by it on a personal level do you really have to learn those harsh lessons and for some people it's too much and they they can't and they shut off and other people really get stuck in and think no I'm not going to give up you know I'm determined and motivated and like you said they're more open-minded and yeah they just become more in tune the fact that we are all unique nothing is that what is normal there isn't a normal um, no. I think you have to find your own normal and you know that's we do that through experience and do life lessons and this and that which is you know we have to learn on the job almost but yeah for yeah. your children it's going to be 
a massive, massive lesson, but in so many right ways, in, in so many special ways, and they're going to come in, into people, like grow into people that you're so, so proud of because they're just going to be outstanding in every way because they'll understand and be able to touch hearts in ways that others other people can't yeah and I and I think we're living in an age now where we need more of that as well we need more definitely understanding and you know there are so many invisible illnesses yes um, that I think the world does need more people understanding that you know don't just don't just take things at face value understand that there might be other things going on and, yes. and just be kind just be kind definitely definitely and you know we we know from just the Lyme community you know people coming out and the courage that it takes them to be brave enough to share their story but yeah. the amount of people that can relate and find comfort and you know yeah. It's, it's going to be over invisible illness, chronic illness as a whole, because it's growing globally anyway, the issue. It is. That the yeah. more and more people that come out and talk about it, the more and more people will understand and be more understanding. And I know it takes a lot of courage, but like I said, you know, we move forward and every little helps and people will get to that point where we're on more of an understanding level rather than people being so closed off and being judgmental yeah because and and I think the the sad thing is that or the way it appears to me but it just seems to be that it's becoming more and more and I think it, it won't be long where it's not unlike you know how they say with cancer everybody knows somebody yes been affected by it Mm -hmm. and I think we're going in the same direction with chronic illness that at some point everybody is either going to have to deal with it themselves or they will know somebody that is going through it and dealing with it and and I think like you said that is why it's so important yes that yes it is scary but if you can just share your story definitely it might just help even if it doesn't help the person that's ill it might be that a member of their family reads it and it gives them a better insight into what their loved one is going through that maybe they can't tell them themselves definitely i think it, it helps not just the people going through it but maybe also those around them as well yeah and also you know being open with your children because obviously it's it's heartbreaking for them to see the situation that you're in and the pain that you're in but yeah. but you have to be open with them so that they're able to begin to try and understand it's not fair to say oh they don't understand or close them off and shut them out that's not the way to be because th- no. they're only going to see it, it in a negative light they are and also uh, what we feel with our children that is that all that's going to do is create more anxiety yes because then if it's kept behind closed doors and if things are kept hush hush and they don't understand what's happening then all they're left with is their imaginations yeah so 
that the best way for their own um, confidence in, okay, what's actually happening? Yeah. And the reassurance for them is to say, right, this is what's happening. And, it, and it's, you know, it's difficult. Yes. But this is the way it is. But we're dealing with it. And it, it will be fine. No, yeah. Whatever happens, we will find a way to be fine. Um, Definitely. So you just, I think honesty is a must. Oh, definitely, definitely. Now, I know obviously music has been a huge, huge healer for you in so many ways, but maybe you could maybe tell us more about the lyrics that you put in and what inspires your work, because, of course, you put your heart and soul into these songs and they're so touching and they're so meaningful that I think a lot of people need to sort of listen to your music because I think they'll find a lot of comfort and relate in so many ways. Well, I recently um, had, I'm um, doing a a festival performance later in the year. That's so exciting. Um, Yeah, and it is exciting for me because obviously I don't go out gigging or performing because of the Lyme and yes. my neurological um, symptoms. But this was so far in advance that I felt like, and it was, it's just, it's a 30 minute set. And I felt yeah. like at some point, you know, maybe people will stop asking. And so yeah. it would be nice to just say, you know what, that's a real honor to be asked. I feel like it's far enough in advance that I can manage my energy and health on the run up to it. So I um, I did the face the fear and do it anyway. <laughs> and I said, yes, you know, I'll, yeah. I'll do that. And I am excited by it. And I feel like it'll be another another landmark. But when they advertised me, they advertised my songs as stories that each song told a different story yes and it does and I I guess that's that's what I'm doing when I'm writing is I'm taking a moment from my life or something I've observed and and I write a story about it it's just that it becomes a song um so as you can imagine a lot of them have been used to um get out emotions of definitely of what we've been through um yes you know myself personally and how life's changed and for the children as well um definitely the first song that i wrote the first song that i released which was hummingbird um this song was actually inspired by jodie bassett it was written for her Right. Um, when I first became ill and had no idea what was wrong with me, mm-hmm. and um, I think out of sheer frustration, I literally just typed into Google, like utterly exhausted and painful legs, and, you know. And what came up was the Hummingbird Foundation for ME. And so when I went onto that site and started reading, I was like, these are my symptoms. This is textbook. This is me. 
and so I got in touch with Jodie and we started chatting online and we had very similar stories and we became online friends um, and then sadly she passed away oh no and, um, that was when I wrote Hummingbird and that was yeah. my, my tribute to her oh that's um, lovely and I, the cover photo of Hummingbird because I got in touch with Jodie's parents and they very generously and kindly let me use a self-portrait of her for the, the cover of the scene. Yeah, beautiful. So that really felt like a full circle. So yes. The first song, I thank you to her because she, she had her fight, but I felt like without her I wouldn't have been here yes. and yeah. I just that was that was the story behind the first single. Yeah, that's um, really touching. So touching. Yeah, and there's there's also a line in that song that again it's my tip of the hat to everybody that has supported me and that fundraised for me to get the health care that I needed to be yes. at this point now and there's a line in there that says someday when they ask how I survived I will tell the tale of the day you saved my life and Aww. that's straight from my heart to, yeah. to Jodie and to everybody that didn't give up on me yeah. and that was willing to get behind my enthusiasm to fight this this illness um, so yeah, that that was a really special song to release as my first single because it was my thank you to everybody that yes it was possible for me to be here today. Of yeah. course, and I think like you're saying, you've you know you're inspirational because you turned that such a negative and upsetting situation into such a positive, and it's it's just incredible because a lot of people get into that black hole where they think they just can't get out there's no way there's no light and there's nothing to live for and you know you're proof that pushing yourself out of your comfort zone you know doing this gig it, it's pushing yourself out of your comfort zone and you can only grow from there and, and that's incredible yeah. and you should I, be so proud so. I'm 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 under no illusion that I mean it was something that I had to pass with the family because yes. I know that when I come back there's going to be some recovery time of course so I it had to be a conversation with with my husband and with the kids to say you know I'd really like to do this but it probably means I'm going to be out of the picture for a little while afterwards yes how do you feel about that and you know I mean they it didn't skip a beat though you know just go for it we you know we'll be there afterwards but just go for it because yeah what, that's I, what I feel like is what was the point of me fighting to get this far to not exactly seize opportunities when they come my way why did yeah, I do it course. not take opportunities so of course and you know this is a reward for all your hard work and you deserve to experience those dreams 
So even if I only do it once, at least it'll be something to say, oh, I went and I did it. Um, Definitely. So, yeah, I'm looking to forward to it. <laughs> and make sure you cherish the moment. Yeah, yes. you, I think you'll be absolutely wonderful. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> so. We're going to put a little clip in of your music now for people to listen to. Okay. So we'll have a listen now. Little hummingbird, can I talk to you? I think that you might know what I'm going through. And there's so much a life and song can the yard, tarmac beneath my wheels, head high and zero feels out. more songs in the sort of pipeline for the future are you writing some more now because I can see that you know you're going from strength to strength and there's no stopping you now well I've got a new single which is due out on the 24th of May which it is indeed. Yes, I'm really excited about. It's called Zero. I bet. Um, it's yeah. got quite an uh, an Americana summery vibe to it. So I'm hoping the sunshine will stay for people to enjoy it. Yes. Um, yeah, definitely. And then I shall give you an exclusive, Sophie. Oh, wow. Yeah, in July, there's going to be another release so it's going to be in quite quick succession um yeah we are just 
finishing off the final touches to it at the moment. Uh, wow. And this is going to be... Uh, I can't give too much away. It's going to be... A no, don't give too much. And it's, uh, yeah. it's going to be a bit different as well. So that's going to be mid-July. So look out for Oh, that's that exciting. Well. Yeah. yeah. And like you're saying, like, you know, it's it's a great time to release songs you know the summer everyone's out having barbecues enjoying themselves but also it's just you know it's the positivity that summer brings you know the sun everything around and that's when we get everybody inspired and everybody fired up I think to chase their own dreams and goals so I think the timing is just perfect yeah it's and the two songs both zero feels and the song that's coming in July are yes I, I I think they're really good upbeat summer songs so it just feels like yes. the right time of year for these songs Definitely. so it's really exciting oh I'm you know I'm excited for you but <laughs> you deserve all this you really do because you've worked so hard and you've come so so far and like I said after your first interview everybody felt really inspired and the fact that you spoke so openly as well about motherhood and dealing with all of that and finding a balance because I know you've done a lot of awareness work as well which yeah. we can't discredit and you know you should be proud of all that but also you appreciate that you know you need your life and you need your time for you you need to give back to your family who have given you so much over the yeah. years yeah. and it's also time just for you to explore your passions and enjoy life again while you can. Yeah, and and, and I think it, it is important also for the people that have been there helping you and supporting you, it's important for them to see that you are making the most of it because they've put so much oh, into definitely. caring for you. I think yes. you know, it's nice for them to see some positive results you know for, for all the time and effort that they've put into your care as well so definitely yeah. and I know we've said about like sort of feeling guilty when we feel like we've not done enough awareness work or yeah. we haven't given as much to other people maybe we've been focusing quite a lot on work but it's it again it's like it's finding that balance and it's so so difficult and when you know that you've already done so much for the community and also I know that obviously your awareness work is in a different way now because you're using your music to touch other people and your story within music that helps people in that way we forget that that's also awareness work in in some respects and we shouldn't discredit that either because we are still trying to get our message out there. We are still trying to help people. We're inspiring people, not through just the Lyme community, but the chronic illness community as a whole. Yeah. And I think that's that's something that we have to learn and we have to be at peace with as well, which is often very diff- difficult and a yeah. journey we have to go on. It is. And I think back in... Back in the earlier days, which is well, like maybe five years ago now, the awareness then was really all about getting people to learn about Lyme, getting people to yes. protect themselves, getting people to understand how to protect themselves and check their pets and 
all those things. Um, now I feel like my role has evolved more to be yes. one of, you know, okay, life isn't perfect and it very probably won't ever be again. However, yeah. that doesn't mean that we still can't find joy or we still can't find a way forward. And I don't think they're the kind of things that you can preach to people because it's very, like I said, when you're in that black hole, it's very difficult if somebody yes. tells you, oh, you can still do this or, well, you know, you don't always take that as encouragement. Sometimes you take that as a lack of understanding. Yeah, and, and I, sometimes we can get defensive, can't we? Very de defensive is the perfect yeah. word. It does feel that way. And I know because I've been there and I know because yes. I felt that way. And so I think the best thing that I can do is is share with people the way that I'm trying to live now. Um, yes. Regardless, you know, it, in spite of... Yeah, what has happened? I'm still trying to find a way forward, and I, as I said, exactly, time, yeah, I don't always get it right. I don't always have a positive attitude. Sometimes I yes. get fed up, and sometimes I still get down and cross about things. Um, but I think overall, <laughs> as long as you know the the overall path is forwards, then that's that's a, the best you can do and the best way I can show people that if I can yes. do it you can do it definitely yeah definitely and and like you say you you sort of go through a lot of years of misdiagnosis mm -hmm. to the point where you think have I done something wrong I must have you know committed a crime that's <laughs> caused all this for me and you begin to feel like you don't deserve life anymore and that you can't be happy and that's all wrong you know we do deserve life we do deserve to be happy and so we should you know practice what brings us joy and you know because that that is so so important because we never know what's around the corner we don't know how long we're on this earth but we only get one shot and so we, we can't spend our time you know being miserable and sort of playing the victim and yeah we we all do have our bad days of because course. we're only human at the end of the day we are human but we try and be as positive as we can and we appreciate that we want to give back to our families we want to you know explore our dreams and goals and our passions and, and we deserve that and we're very very worthy of that and I think I think the one of the things that helps me and that has helped me all along is just constantly saying to myself it's all a question of perspective you know you can always yes. find a way to look at things in a in a better light um so sometimes just that shift in perspective and you know we all do it we all have the times when you feel like you know the world's against me and the universe hates me and you yes. know, we've all we've all been there, and sometimes you know you think, God, what like you said, have I done something? I must have been an awful person yes. in a former life to have deserved this. 
Um, but sometimes you you just it's you know my kids again the, we learn so much from our children and they'll say to me like why did this have to happen to you and I, I've got to say to them but why not me you know there's yeah. so many people in the world why shouldn't it be me I'm no better or worse than anybody to say yeah you know who deserves what in life so yeah. And that's that's a great way of seeing it. And like you were saying, you know, without this, you would never really have gotten into music and no. be where you are no. now, which is insane because we're all enjoying your music so much oh, and you're you. touching so many people that, you know, yeah, but we are and, and it's great and you're so inspirational and you're such a, a shining star that without your Lyme disease you know this would never have happened you would have taken a different path and and who knows so sometimes I know I know we get angry at our illness I know we get mad and often we do have days where we just cry and think why me you know Lyme disease getting getting angry but then also we have to appreciate that how much it's actually given us you know connecting to people chasing our dreams regaining our strength becoming a stronger person and and searching for new hobbies that lead to new passions yeah and i i think um just getting back on my on my train of thought i think we were just saying about how you know it it gives us that a different perspective on life that we may yes. not have had yes if we hadn't become ill and um so yeah we it's just back to that that thing of there's a lot taken away but there are also some things gained as well yeah and I think we have to really really appreciate those and really really highlight that because like you said we you know we a lot of people get stuck in that negative mindset and there is a lot of negatives but there's so many positives and there's there's always a way to adapt there's always a way to see a positive and I think that that's key and it's it sometimes it takes people like yourself to come out release new music show you that your passion show your mission in life for people to sort of give themselves a little bit of a a slap on the cheek and be like no I need to you know get my get myself together and realize that they too can also chase their dreams and should you know regain regain sorry I'm getting getting caught up with my words regain the strength to go and like feel motivated to to follow their passion and their dreams again and not discard them and think that they're ill and that's the end of it and you know life is worth giving up on because it never is worth giving up on but like with anything they just need to see the inspiration right in front of them and you're doing that in in the perfect way really and I think the the thing to remember is that it doesn't have to be daunting and it doesn't have to be, you know, a, a big, big step at thing. first. You know, mine, yeah. mine began literally with saying to my husband, please, can I have a guitar for my birthday? That was it. Please, could you get me yes. a guitar? It, it wasn't a big step. It wasn't a big plan. It was just following something that was in my heart and letting it evolve and yeah that's all you haven't got to put pressure on yourself or give yourself expectations that are going to leave you feeling 
swamped and overwhelmed just one little step at a time that's all exactly and I think I think that's very very important to actually state that because like obviously we've just said about you releasing your music and how amazing that is and some people you know look at it and think well that's too much for me and then completely discard sort of will or motivation to try themselves when really a bit like awareness work in in that kind of sense it's not like about going on radio to raise awareness literally bobbing down to your local vet to your local local supermarket and putting up a poster or talking to friends and family can be such a massive massive thing and 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 be such a massive impact that people don't realize sometimes the smaller steps are the biggest yeah and not to be overfaced or overwhelmed you know you've got to start somewhere and work up and I and I did try um I did try going to a studio and to make music and I did one day and it took me well over a month to recover and so I knew that okay that's not going to be a possibility for me and then at that point it was a choice it was okay so if that was then my plan b okay so now i need to move on to that plan c if i can't physically work in a studio what do i do next so the next step then was well clearly i need to learn to do this myself um yeah so then the next step was just watching youtube tutorials and looking at vlogs on home recording and so there was there was never any big launch into anything it was just a gathering of knowledge and a slowly teaching myself um and then I signed up to some online courses to get um to pass what I needed to pass for um using the software that I use and so everything was just a little piece at a time um and I'm still learning now and you know this this it's been another another thing is just you don't have to stop learning there's no age limit to stop learning even if it's something brand new to you a lot of the things that I've had to learn are brand new I only ever sang in the past I was never involved in music production or any of the administrative side of of music and registering music I'm learning all the time but that's also what keeps me interested that I'm, I'm loving it yes because it's brand new to me um so yeah just don't be overwhelmed and and look at the the final goal and think that's too much for me just definitely just a piece at a time that's all you have to do and I think it's important because you obviously said that the studio is too much for you yeah. and then you you know came and thought work on this and I think that's another good good point there that people shouldn't be thinking oh I can't do it so that's that's the end of that close that door no there's always a way around it sometimes it's it's better to sit down with your family and friends because they might have ideas or ways that they can help you so again being open is very very key yeah but I think there's always ways to adapt there's always a way to succeed if you're motivated and determined and fired up 
you will achieve that dream and not to discount it because there's been ro- one roadblock in the way. Um, so I think that's that's really key. And I think you've described that perfectly, how, you know, you you went back to square one, you taught yourself, you weren't willing to give up, but, you know, we learn on the job and that's, that's yeah. how it is. We're not, we're not professionals and people have to appreciate that as well, that everything that we do is is sort of a learning curve for not just the listeners and everybody sort of uh, looking at us and, and, and looking up at us, but we're, we're learning as well. And, yeah. and, and it's just inspirational that people can watch us and hopefully go back, find comfort, find the motivation, but also they've got to realize that it's not an overnight job we didn't just wake up and think oh I'll do this today and be successful at it it takes a lot of hard work as does anything that's worthwhile if you put the hard work in and the dedication then the sky's the limit yeah and and it is just it's that piece at a time and there might be times definitely where you feel like oh you know things are not going quickly enough and um but I just and I just always feel my motto is doing something slowly is better than not doing anything at all. Of so course, yeah. That is just why just do a little piece, a little piece at a time, because eventually you'll see momentum and you'll see things happening. Um, yes, I've been incredibly lucky um, because I obviously work and I record from home but I was introduced to an amazing producer um uh, John P Taylor who works all the way up in Redcar um a, a lot further north than me but what he's been willing to do is that he works with me remotely um right we we talk on Skype and we share the music files and um you know again it's just finding connections with people that will understand the way that you need to work to move forwards and those of course because you can't do everything by yourself no Um, no and you know I knew that there was a certain standard that I wanted to achieve and I knew that I wouldn't be able to do that by myself so yeah again it meant trying working with a few different people until I found this great fit that I've now got with John who is really patient with me and you know understands that some days yes. I can work quickly some days I have to say oh I've, I've got no voice to sing with today or um so again it's just just because one person hasn't been a great fit doesn't mean the next person won't be so just don't definitely and don't be afraid yes. to say I need help with this definitely and like we said before you know sometimes it helps to get family and friends involved and just air that any problems or anything that's ruining you out with them because they can bounce around a couple of ideas or share their own experiences and advice with you that could really help 
solve that problem and you know that's a worry off yeah and we don't need any more stress as it is do we really and just for them to understand where you're at as well you know yeah definitely definitely yeah so that that's that's very very important but for yourself have you got any sort of future goals or anywhere that you hope to go in the future dream wise I think I mean obviously um you know my ultimate dream would be to be able to get out and about again of course Um, yeah I mean career wise it would be amazing to think that I could start performing live on a regular basis yeah that would be that would be an amazing goal to reach yes um but then of course was I if I get to a point where I'm able to be outside more my priority would be those outside times would be taking the kids to school and going out yes um so um yeah it's just those it's just that balance again between what I'm able to do and and what the priority is with that at the moment I'm just I'm really looking forward to zero feels being released um next week of course yes and then so exciting we've got the next song already queued up ready to go obviously then i'll have the statfold barn festival in august Um, exciting and then after that i will i'll be taking probably a little bit of a a time out and a rest where i'll perhaps um that's well deserved yeah well deserved uh, maybe go back to just some more songwriting and and a bit more quiet work (laughs) for a little while yes yeah Yeah, no but it's it's all really really great and if you could just let everybody know where they can purchase your music and listen to you because I think everybody should be queuing up to buy your music because it's just so inspiring and it's going to motivate so so many people you are kind thank you well if you head to my website which is Uh, you'll get links to everything there. Um, otherwise, I'm Perfect. on iTunes and Spotify, uh, Amazon, all the all the usual music outlets. Um, Hummingbird is is there to buy. Zero Fields is available for yes. pre-order right now. Um, Bad. So and then yeah, we've got the song in July to look forward to as well, which I'm really excited about, but just can't say oh. too much at the moment. No, of course, of course. And it is exciting. You should be very, very proud of yourself, like I said at the start, because, you know, this has taken a lot of, you know, a lot of effort, a lot of heart put into it. And I know you said last time that sometimes you can finish, you know, crying over your songwriting because it is coming from the heart. And I think people, when they listen to it, will really get that. And sort of understand you as a person as well because that you know it it is your heart and soul it is and and they're all have a piece of me in them somewhere sometimes that might be more obvious lyrically than other times but equally once I've written I do try and strip back the lyrics somewhat because I don't want people to listen to the songs and say oh well that's about 
Laura's story. I yes. want people to listen to them and, and make them their own as well and listen to them and feel like, you know, they can sing along because they relate to that feeling and it means something to them. Um, yes. I, I, I don't want, I don't look at them as my songs. I, my hope is that people will listen to them and go, yeah, that's, that's my song. <laughs> that's, that means something oh, that's to lovely. me. Yeah. Um, that's where the joy comes from me. I have had the absolute privilege as well. I'd say mostly the songs are my stories, but every now and again, I've, I've had a couple of offer opportunities to write other people's stories and wow. um, so one of them was um, some friends of mine that were renewing their wedding vows and so they came to me and told me their story and then I could write that and then another one more recently I've written um, was for a friend of mine whose two children are, are both severely autistic and that was yes. written from the perspective of of a parent of autistic children and that oh, wow. and those times as well that's such a privilege that people sit with me and tell me their stories yeah for me to then go away and and interpret in song um and that that's also a joy to do um of course yeah because you know, you're helping people because you're telling somebody else's story as well and that means yes something to them so it is a privilege um, and it is a, a genuinely wonderful moment when people tell you that song meant something to me, that song empowered yes. me. And I think yeah. any songwriter you talk to would tell you exactly the same thing. That's where the joy is. That's where the reward is when people say, I related to that so much like that meant something definitely yeah yes that's the joy wow and you know thank you for sharing that because like you said you know helping other people is also what it's all about for us both with our both of our work and and your songs touch so many and I mean so many people were touched by your first interview and found it so motivational and I know that they're going to say the same about this interview as well and I think everybody's going to be so excited about your music as I am oh, because I think thank you. it's going to be it's going to be incredible and it's it's just great to see and I'm so you know thankful for you coming on today and, and speaking more openly again and you know I, I know it takes a lot of courage and I know how tiring it can be talking so I really really do appreciate it it's, and I'm just so thankful and I wish you all the luck in the oh, world thank, well it's genuinely my pleasure Sophie it's always lovely to speak to you and it's nice to just have real conversations I think you know definitely and, and talk about things that really matter so it's it's of course really been a pleasure to chat with you again Oh, thank you so much. And just before we go, I just want you to say your social media platforms and website again so people can be reminded so they know where to buy your music from. Of course. My website is com, And on social media, I am at uh, LC Brown Music on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, soundcloud i'm everywhere 
all the usual places (laughs) yes well thank you so 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 much for today Laura it's been an absolute pleasure it's been an honour to have you as a guest and I wish you all the luck in the world you've got a busy busy few months coming up but an exciting few months yes so I hope you you know really enjoy the moments and you know I'm I'm sure it's going to be a massive massive success I have all the faith in the world in you. Fingers crossed. (laughs) Fingers crossed. Yes. So thank you so, so much. And good luck with everything. Thank you, Sophie. Thank you. Thank you. Speak again soon. Yes, definitely. Take care. Thank you. Bye. Bye.